if we understand that we have a list in our mind, whether it's subconscious or conscious, of things that we need to be thankful for, that is the number one key and principle to how you build and construct and engineer resilience long-term. Because resilience can run out. Resilience can run out. That's why you have to rebuild it and replenish it every single day. But the number one tool that you need to have in order to be resilient long-term is a, is a documentation, a calendar, a, a, a layout, a blueprint, um, a, a list of the things and the people that you are thankful for. Because if I'm down, I have to have someone or something in my mind that's bigger than the problem that will force me to get back up. And it's not gonna be the money, it's not gonna be the position, it's not gonna be the things, it's going to be the person that will be heartbroken if you stay down. That is the number one way to build resilience. It's the number one tool. It's not reading a book, it's not listening to a podcast, those things help. But the number one thing is to be thankful. Every single day to wake up, I am thankful for, and remind yourself of it every single day. Think about your kids laying in bed, think about uh, your, your husband or your wife. Those are the people that you're fighting for. Those are the reasons to get back up. Welcome to the Roy Hall Jr. Podcast. I am Roy Hall Jr. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to remind you that you could download every episode of the Roy Hall Jr. Podcast at RoyHallJr.com. That's Roy halljr.com you can get every single episode if you miss one last week you miss one the week before every episode is available at royhalljr.com we are also available on every major streaming platform apple podcast google podcast spotify podbean you can find the roy hall junior podcast and catch up on all the episodes that you missed i also want to remind you that in thinking about everyday being a gift thinking about life is not promised tomorrow and all the cliches and idioms that we, we read and write and listen to. Um, I want you to write down 23,000, 23,000, write it, write the whole thing out, 23,000. But I wanted to dig a little bit deeper because I really wanted to know the value of each one of our days here on this earth. See, two people pass away every second on this earth. I don't know if you knew that. 57 million people annually, but two people die every second. Every second, two people pass away, right? Like you woke up this morning, you got every reason to be thankful, but 23,000, this is, this is how, how valuable <laughs> today is. You inhale and exhale on average 23,000 times every single day. You breathe in and breathe out 23,000 times every single day on average, 23,000. Now, you know the value of your breath in and out. I don't know if you've ever been held underwater, if you ever lost your breath, if you had asthma, or if you was doing some conditioning, you running back and forth and you can't catch your breath, right? Or you choking on something and you're just like, hey, somebody help me, like 23,000. So you know the value of each one of those. If you miss five or six breaths, you start to panic. You start to panic, like your heart rate starts to increase, your blood pressure is going up because you start to get in fear. 23,000 times you breathe in and out every single day. You ain't got to take no survey. You don't have to ask for permission. You don't have to like try and figure out the cleanliness of the air. You don't have to do none of that. You just automatically breathe in and breathe out every single day. 
That's 23,000 indications, 23,000 reminders. That's 23,000 demonstrations. Uh, that's 23,000 uh, blue check verifications, so to speak. That's 23,000 indicators, notifications that you have a chance to keep going. That's 23,000 reminders that you have a chance to get back what you lost. That's 23,000 uh, opportunities that you have to make it right. That's 23,000, uh, uh, again, notifications that you can make a difference. Come on, that you can get back up. You got 23,000 reminders every single day. Don't take none of them for granted. Every single time that you inhale and exhale, every single time that you inhale and exhale, 23,000 times, you got no excuses. I know you waiting for your time. Your time is right now. We're talking about building resilience. You got to know the power of the 23,000. Why do I need to read a book? Why do I need to listen to somebody for 35 minutes? I got 23,000 reasons. I got 23,000 reminders every single day. I hate getting notifications on my phone. Every app download, every Facebook like, every Instagram follow, somebody notifying you for something. But you still don't get 23,000 of them a day. If you take all of your apps, if you take all of your apps and all of your emails and all of your text messages, you still don't get 23,000 a day. You got to be thankful. You got to be thankful. Um, you know, I'm not fancy. I'm going to let you, <laughs> I'm not fancy. You know, I'm not going to give you some theory. I'm not going to give you some deep research, right? This is just straightforward. This is just straightforward. I need you to be thankful. It's the most powerful tool to build resiliency that you have. Because I'm gonna teach you how to build resiliency so you can hurry back to your feet. All right, how to build resilience uh, so that you can hurry back to your feet. Your mindset matters. Because when you're down and you're trying to figure out how to get back up, one of the things that you could do immediately is put yourself in a framework from your attire, the way that you look. You gotta take care of yourself even when you're down. Just because you lose your job don't mean that you shouldn't go get that pedicure. Like, I know it might hurt the budget a little bit, but you might need that manicure or pedicure. It don't mean that you shouldn't go, go to the, see, I can't really go to the barber like that. I shave my own hair, but it don't mean that you can't get a fresh shave. You deserve to go out and get you a nice little shirt. Maybe you should take yourself out to eat. Now, I know it's going, you think in long term, I'm going to pay my rent, right, or mortgage or whatever it may be, but you need to still take care of yourself when you're down. Come on, just little things. How about this? How about this? And I'm going to use your failures to, to take me to the next level. I mean, how powerful is that? That I could look at the mistakes of other people, the failures of other people, and say to myself, I'm not going to make those same mistakes, but I'm going to create a strategy and develop this blueprint of how I'm going to be successful long term based on their failures. Come on. I told you. What's really, what's really interesting, I don't know, when you guys are a little bit younger, I don't really do it too much now. I tried it the other day, running and chasing after my son, and I almost broke my neck, falling up the stairs. You talk about falling forward. You know when you're, you're a young kid, you're running up the stairs, and you're trying to skip steps? Like, you, <laughs> you're running, and I'm running up the steps. <laughs> like, you know, my son, 13-year-old son, laughing at me. I'm trying to skip steps like I was 13 still, like I was still athletic. And I'm, I'm trying to skip these steps, and I miss a step, and I fall, busted up my shin. And, you know, he's laughing at me. When you use failure the right way, it allows you to skip steps. 
It allows you to skip steps. So when you think about your past failures when you're down, we're talking about building resiliency. When you think about your past failures, it allows you to skip over the, the, the being down that you're in right now. All you got to do is think back to when you were down before and say, I can use those to skip this step. I can get back up right now. I know exactly what I need to do. I can skip these steps. I don't have to keep making all the same mistakes that I made before. I don't have to stay down as long as I stayed down the last time. I can skip this step. This is not even as bad as it was five years ago or five months ago. It's not as bad as the cancer that my grandmother was facing. I can skip over these steps. I'm telling you, don't you understand that the stair steps or the failures that you are using is creating a pathway not only for you but for somebody else? Everywhere that you go, every building that you walk into, your front porch, whatever it may be, you walk up some steps that somebody else built. Come on now, y'all not, not, not understanding. You're not understanding. Every time that you go somewhere in real life, you walk up some steps that somebody else built. Now, when you take your failures, when you get your butt back up, when you get back up, right, when you show and reveal who you are from a resilience factor, you are creating a stairway and a pathway for people to follow you, to come behind you, and to not make the same mistakes that you did, primarily and immediately starting with your family. Most of you all came from nothing. I don't mean you didn't, you didn't have help, but, I mean, most of you all, you came from nothing. You started from nothing. No one gave you anything. You came from the bottom, so to speak. You've been building from the ground up since you can remember. And every single time that you made it to the next level, you need to remind yourself of where you started. You started from absolutely nothing. So when you get knocked down in life on any level, whether it's as a professional or business, you lose your job, you're losing your marriage, it doesn't really matter, relationships, friendships, you got to understand that you're actually starting with something and you've been building with nothing. So if you can build with nothing, you can build with whatever that you have in the present. People start with nothing. You forget where you came from. You forget how hard it was when you first got started. And if you can start with nothing, where you are right now is not the very, very bottom. The bottom is when you were starting and didn't have anything. So we need to keep using our failure to go to the next level. Okay. Now, before we transition to our next segment, uh, one of my very good friends and former Ohio State Buckeye football player, Trevor Robinson, uh, started his own company. Total Restoration Services is a Christian-based company that services the Columbus, Ohio metro area. They specialize in both commercial and residential properties. When you work with Total Restoration Services, you are working with an ethical company that does not cut corners. They pride themselves on honesty and quality, and they have the solutions for all of your restoration needs. Their restoration services include residential and commercial pressure washing cleaning, carpet cleaning, interior and exterior painting, hardwood floor, cabinet and deck refinishing, demo junk hauling man this they just do everything disinfected treatment auto detail pressure wash and restoration contact a total restoration service specialist today and receive a free estimate visit totalrestserve.com that's totalrestserve.com or call 614-531-7707 that's 614-531-7707 and get your free estimate from Total Restoration Services. And make sure you tell them that Roy Hall Jr. sent you 
All right, let's go ahead and transition here. I want you to write this down. Because here's the thing. Even with resilience, a lot of it is, um, you know, you're trying to get back up. Now, a lot of people find themselves in situations where they need to walk away, walk away from a person, walk away from a position at work, walk away from work itself, walk away from people. But you have to get back to your feet in order to be able to walk away. And most people don't crawl away. Right? You've you got to get back to your feet. Um, and it definitely it definitely starts in your mind. But the very first thing I want to give you on how to how to build resilience so that you can hurry back to your feet um, I want you to write the word worth down because this is extremely important, extremely important. Probably the most important thing I'll tell you today. Well, second, next to being thankful, okay? Write the word worth down. I want you to write it down because most people don't know how valuable they really are. They don't know their worth. They don't understand it. I mean, they think they know. They say they're valuable, but they don't really know. They don't, they don't, they don't really understand you got to recognize who you are before anybody else can. Before anybody else can give you the respect and honor you for the light that you are, you have to know how valuable you are. You have to know your worth. See, people have asked the question, what's your why? People will say, what's your why? What's your why? What's your... No, what is your worth? You have to know the value of your life. Again, it goes back to every day is a gift. Tomorrow's not promised. Being thankful. All of these things build towards your resilience and your mindset. You have to know who you are. You have to recognize who you are. Some of you just don't even, you don't even know who you are anymore. But let me remind you, you are one of one. What do you mean I'm one of one? That's, that's, that's another clue. You're, no, you're one of one. You matter. You're one of, there are 7.8 billion people in this world. 7.8 billion people and you are the only one of you. You are one of one. The only person on this earth with your personality, right? The only person with your smile, the only person with your energy and enthusiasm, the only one with your determination, the only one with your experience, your feelings, right? Your resilience, your perseverance. You're the only one. Now, even if you got a twin, they don't have exactly the same everything, the same personality. They don't have the same everything that you have. You're one of one. 7.8 billion, one of you. If you do the math on it, it's 0. 0.00000000128. That, that, <laughs> that's you. 0.00000000128. You can go ahead and research if you want to. They can't find another person. Spend, spend the rest of your life looking for your twin and let me know how that goes. You are one of one. I got my son. He just turned 13. And we went shoe shopping. And he wanted some 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 Kanye West sneakers, some Yeezys. And we I'm looking at these these prices, you know, they 225. And I'm looking at the prices like, man, good lord, like 225. I'm like, all right, man, we can we can go ahead and get them. But this is what he said. He said, Dad, you know, if if I get the little plastic on the bottom and I only wear them like once and stay flat footed, and I just wear them around the house, why would you just take 225 and wear it around the house. You know, you could take a picture of them, put them on Instagram or something. He said, I could resell them for at least 500. It's like 500. And I was like, man, the value. And he said, well, he's like, dad, they're rare. They're rare. So because they're rare, you know, like they only made 200 of these or 300 of these or whatever it was. I'm like, Ooh. I'm like, okay. So if, the, the retail value of 
those Yeezy sneakers was two twenty five. And I could resell them for five hundred, five fifty, or six hundred, depending on the website. And they made three hundred pair of them Yeezys. What's the value of just one? What is the value of one? What is the va- the true value of your life if I could only find one of you out of seven point eight billion? What's the value of your life? The day that you were born is the day that God decided that the universe could not exist without you. I'll say it again. The day that you were born is the day that God decided, the creator decided that the universe could not exist without you. What's the value of that? You're invaluable. You're irreplaceable. You're priceless. So if you got that much value and that much power on the inside of you telling me you can't get back up, you got to remind yourself of your worth every single day. You got to know your worth. Come on. This is not a presentation. This is not a presentation. I'm not trying to impress you. We all family. I'm the extended 6'3", 265-pound, like, bald head cousin that you didn't know that you had. But I know your value, even if you don't. I know you want to want. I know you want to want. It's not only that, though. It's not until you reveal your resilience that people will recognize who you are. It's not until you reveal your resilience that people will recognize who you are because people are going to keep treating you the way that you keep showing them like that we don't we, we don't even really know who you are until you reveal your resilience like i know what your resume says i know what your experiences say i know what your titles say but it's not until your back's against the wall or your knees are on the ground and you're looking at the pavement and there's rain coming down and you can smell the rain and you can smell the rain mixed with the asphalt and the cement. And you're like, I, how did I get this low? It's not until those moments that you reveal your resilience that we can recognize you for who you are, which is one of one. But if you already know, you won't be down that long. So how to build your resilience? You got to know your worth. I gave you numbers. You one of one. There's a number for you. You're one out of 7.8 billion. I need you to remind yourself of that. You could do the math on it. 0.000000128. There's a number for you. Okay. Those are all things that you need to know. The other question is, what are they worth? What are they worth? Your decision to get back up, it's a level four decision. It's a level four next level decision. It's a level four One, two, three, four, it's a level four next level decision. So listen, as long as you stay down, who else is going to be impacted? The longer you stay in depression, the longer you stay in shame and guilt, the longer you stay down, the longer you stay bitter, the longer you stay in unforgiveness, the longer you stay mad at your boss, like who else is being impacted? Who's the immediate first level? It's probably your kids and your, your spouse, right? That's probably the first level. Your second level may be like your grandparents' extended friends. But that fourth level might be your kids' kids' kids. So the decisions that you make today to get back up is going to last for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. If you get back up today, it's going to change the trajectory of your entire family. It's a level four. Level four. Like, okay, here's my kids. Then my kids have kids. And then my kids' kids have kids. Level four. You don't. You got to think level four when you're down. You got to think level like... 
if I don't get back up, how is this going to impact my kids? If they see me stay down, if they see me struggle, if they see me don't keep fighting, how is this going to impact them? Because whatever you do, they're going to do. And then whatever they do, their kids are going to do. Whatever their kids are going to do, their kids are going to do. You are impacting four generations just by your decision to stand back up. Come on. These are reminders that you got to have in those 23,000. Come on. It's a level four decision. When I'm down, like, man, how, my whole family line could be dependent on this. Coach, you don't think everybody that make it in the NBA and the NFL ain't thinking about that? I played in the NFL for four years, right? It didn't really, like, I mean, I wasn't no All-American all or All-Pro or nothing like that. But I know when I made it, I got five cousins that decided they wanted to go to college because I played at Ohio State. Just because they saw me do it. You know how many times I wanted to quit? <laughs> Come on, like, level four decisions. In those level four decisions, I need you to understand, I said, what is your worth? Now you have to know um, what are they worth? What is your family worth to you? What are your friends worth to you? What are your children worth to you? You could do coworkers. What are your coworkers worth to you? Um, my rookie year with the Indianapolis Colts. And... Um, I played I played some special teams and special teams for if you're not a football guru, it just means like we're the people that they kick the ball off and you run down and you just crashing into each other and it looked like a lot of chaos and occasionally somebody scores a touchdown. But my rookie year and, you know, I played for Indianapolis, so I got, you know, Marvin Harrison's a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Uh, Reggie Wayne will be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Anthony Gonzalez was a first round pick. Peyton Manning was the quarterback. So getting playing time for the Colts was, was a challenge. And I wasn't really concerned about my playing time. I, I had made my dream come true. Okay. And I was, I was working hard, but on this particular play down in Houston, my third game, I'm running down on kickoff and I'm running down as fast as I possibly could. At the time I was 240 pounds. I ran a four, three forty, which is really fast. And I'm running as fast as I possibly can. And this, this, this window opens as I'm running down and they have the ball. Somebody's running with the ball and I see the guy, but I also see three or four dudes that are about 290 pounds running at me. They call it the wedge. They call it the wedge. And so my job was to, if you're the first person down there, you're not, the first person down there is not the person that's going to get the glory and make the tackle. The first person down on kickoff has to blow up the wedge. And so I took that job seriously. You got to be a little bit crazy to blow up the wedge. You literally just going to run into another grown man and hopefully you both get back up. But in this case, one of us didn't. And I'm running down as fast as I possibly can. Big collision, pow, boom, big collision, right? I feel the whole left side of my body catch on fire. I promise you, the heat that I felt on my shoulders, my whole left side caught on. I, 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 didn't, I couldn't feel my left side. And I'm on the ground, and all I could think about was my mother. And I start coaching myself up. Get up, big dog. Get up, big dog. Like, I'm calling for the trainers. Come on, man. Your mom is watching. Mom is watching right now. Get up, big dog. Come on, man. Get back up, man. I can't, I can't move. I can't move. You know, like tra trainer, trainer, come on. I can't, I can't feel. And I'm looking over and I'm talking to my dude. I'm like, yo, what, is he moving? Is he okay? So now I'm starting to blame myself for this dude. Is he all right? Because I can see him on my peripheral. Well, come to find out my man uh, broke his neck. My man broke his neck. And um, it took him probably about two years to, to recover and, he got all this feeling back in his extremities, but his football career ended that day. It ended that day. Um, just like that. And I missed the rest of that season. 
But in order to get back up, the only thing I could think of was my mom. That's the only thing I could think of. I don't got time to get into it, but I got I was raised in a single parent household, but I saw her resilience. I, it's a level four deci decision, but it did something to me on the inside. I knew I could get back up. And then I knew if I didn't get back up, I would <laughs> how bad it would impact her. I had to get back up. And them trainers helped me off that field. And I ended up playing another three years. Again, what are they worth? <laughs> what are they worth to you? What are they worth to you on that level four? And then last but not least, what is it worth to you? Whatever it is for you, what is it worth to you? What is it worth to you? Here's three action steps for you to help you, again, build resilience so you hurry back to your feet. Number one, number one, first thing I need you to do, okay, to build resilience so you hurry. But number one, create a be thankful section in your phone. Real time. Create a be thankful for section in your phone. Just put it in your notes. Put be thankful. You write down the date and you write exactly what you wrote in the chat. I'm thankful for whatever it may be. Okay. You make time for yourself. This will take you 30 seconds. If you're making a, a social media post on LinkedIn or Facebook, Instagram or something, listen, this is the first post of your day. This is what I'm thankful for. And then they'll add up over the course of the year. So at any given moment when you're down, you can go back and look at any date of the year and see what you're thankful for and you'll have a reason to fight. It will build your resilience. Number two, I want you to keep a reminder of level two and three close to you. So on a screensaver, a picture of your desk, on your desk, pictures of your kids, um, people, pictures of your spouse, Put it on your screensaver. You got the screensaver and then you got the phone lock one. So you got a, 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 a saver for the phone lock and the screen. Put a picture of your kids and your wife or, or put a picture of people that mean stuff to you that you're thankful for. Those are the reminders. So subconsciously, every day you open your phone, you can see them. You're not paying attention to the picture because you've seen it before, but it's developing something in your mind so that when you're down subconsciously, the first thing that you think of is what you see on your phone every single day. Okay, put a picture on your phone of the level two or level three um, people in your life that if you don't get back up, um, it'll impact and or the people that you're thankful for, okay? Another thing that you can do uh, along those lines of keep a reminder level, level two or level three, spend 25 minutes and 24 seconds with those people every day. Talking on the phone, FaceTiming. Why 25 minutes and 24 seconds? Because 25 minutes and 24 seconds is the average time that people spend driving to work every day. So if you can drive to work in your car, get in your mind right to go to a place that you probably don't want to go to, that you're looking for a promotion, they keep disrespecting you, and you got to show resilience for it, you can at least give 25 minutes and 24 seconds to, to those people on level two and level three. And then uh, last but not least, what you guys are doing right now. Stay connected in the community. Number three, stay connected um, and fill up three times a day. Uh, podcasts, movies, videos, documentaries, um, you know, whatever it may be, just fill up three times a day. Wake up and have on good music playing, right? In the middle of the day, you know, if you're reading something, read for 15, 20 minutes before you go to bed, listen to something else. Fill up three times a day with some of the tools that keep you motivated and to keep you inspired. And those things will build resi resilience so that when you need it, you have it. And then you just have to go back and replenish it a little bit later. Another great show. Thank you for joining me 
on the Roy Hall Jr. Podcast. Again, you can get every episode of the Roy Hall Jr. Podcast at RoyHallJr.com. We are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Pandora, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm sure you will be able to find the Roy Hall Jr. Podcast. Also, I have a great gift for you all. Go to RoyHallJr.com. I have created a free course, Make It Count, how to stay motivated each day and keep a positive perspective. I know with so much negativity going on in the world, keeping a positive perspective can get a little bit cloudy. And with all the different pressures of being a professional and all the expectations that you have as um, a family and also at your work, uh, it's kind of hard to stay motivated every single day. You wake up and have some bad days. So I went ahead and created about 75 minutes of free content and strategy uh, let me help you walk through and teach you how to stay motivated each day and also build and keep a positive perspective. Again, that's at RoyHallJr.com. Make it count. And until we talk again, stay motivated, keep your perspective and walk in purpose.